0: Welcome to the Confident Swinger Podcast, the podcast that teaches you to grow your confidence and embrace your badassery so you can fully experience the wonderful world of the lifestyle. If you are a swinger and you want to stop holding back and start living out all your sexy dreams, then this show is for you. I'm Joe Levitt, your host, coach, cheerleader, and guide, and I'm super excited to take this journey with you. So get excited. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Confident Swinger podcast, where we grow your self-confidence and badassery so you can fully experience the lifestyle of your choice, or so you can get out of your head and into their bed. I'm Joe Levitt, confidence coach for swingers and other sexy freaks, and I help people face their fears and learn to connect with others with ease. This is episode 49, maybe you're the problem. Okay, so this episode may be triggering for some people. I'm just going to warn you right off the bat. I've told you countless times that I don't sugarcoat things. I'm not here to coddle you. I'm here to help you get the life that you want, especially if that life involves you meeting new sexy people and having sexy experiences And maybe that's what you want. And that's what you've been trying to do. And for whatever reason, it's just not working. You feel like you're doing the things that you should be doing, but you're just not getting the results that you want. Maybe you have a profile out there, but you're not getting hits or you're not getting responses back to your messages. Or maybe you are getting a few responses, but then it just sort of dies. Or maybe it goes a little further, but once it gets spicy and you start sending pictures, it dies. Or maybe even you make it to the play portion of the ride, but then you don't get an invitation back. Or maybe you find yourself getting ghosted, right? That happens. Whatever the case, things aren't really going the way that you want or the way that you thought that they would go. And there's a lot of reasons why that could be happening. And honestly, not all of them are because of you. But if you find it happening to you over and over, maybe it is you. You may be the common denominator in this equation. So if you find yourself not getting the results that you want, this episode is for you. Because today I'm going to talk about the reasons why you may not be getting good results. Because the truth is, maybe it is you. Now, I'm not telling you this to hurt you. I'm telling you this so that you can take a realistic look at the situation and maybe make some changes. Sometimes you need to hear the harsh truth and a real friend tells you what you need to hear and not what you want to hear. Whether you choose to receive that truth and what you choose to do with that truth is really up to you. But... I'm not doing you any favors by sparing your feelings. So what do you do when you're the problem? Let's talk about that today. On every episode, I will be wearing new podcast panties. Today, my podcast panties are hipsters and they're sort of real slinky and stretchy and soft And they are uh, like a light yellow-green color. Very nice. Kind of like, I don't know, green grass color, maybe? I'm not really good with shades. I don't have like a good artist's eye. But they are super sexy. No lace, just um, super nice, slinky, stretchy material. And my ass looks really good in them. At the beginning, I... Warned you that this episode might be triggering and you might feel called out and you might get your feelings hurt. And it's never my intention to hurt people, I'm, I'm really way too soft hearted for that. But honestly, it's more important for me to be real and to help you. And sometimes it takes a little bit of hurt feelings for people to change for the better. Pain's not really a bad thing if it helps you grow. And this show is for adults. Here's my other warning. It's for swingers by a swinger. So it's going to have content of a sexual nature. And it's going to have adult language because I cuss like a sailor. And I probably always will. So if any of that offends you, you might want to turn to a different show. And also, this show is designed to help you build your confidence and embrace your badassery. Why? Why? because confidence is sexy. You may not be able to change your age or your height or your build or even your weight to some degree, but you can absolutely change the way you show up to people. You can change the way you feel about yourself and the way you treat yourself. And you can change the way people respond to you. You want people to want you, right? Of course you do. We all do. We all want to be desirable. And if you don't feel desirable right now, if you don't feel confident right now, the only thing holding you back is you. You can take control of your life and your happiness. You can decide to go for it. You can decide that you're done struggling, trying to figure it out on your own, and you're ready for some help, some outside help, some expert help. You can decide if you're ready to invest in yourself. And just a reminder, I'm a coach. I'm not a therapist or a counselor. It's not my job to fix you because you're really, you're not broken. But it's possible that the things you've been doing haven't been working. If they were, you probably wouldn't be fucking listening right now. You'd be riding a unicorn, literally and figuratively. (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't mind riding a unicorn right now. It's been a hot minute since I've ridden a unicorn. Hmm. Anyway, the point is, if you didn't need outside help, you'd be living the life that you want right now. You wouldn't be looking for help, but you want more, more than the life that you have now. And that's fucking awesome. You know that more is possible. But just knowing that more is possible is not enough. You have to be willing to do the work. It doesn't just happen. It takes consistent effort and it takes intentional action. And it takes getting the fuck out of your comfort zone because that is where change happens. So if you're an adult and you're not offended by sex or by my cussing, And you're ready to build your confidence and embrace your badassery so you can show up and make shit happen. Then you're in the right place. Get ready. It's Joe time. So before I dig into the reasons why you may be struggling and why maybe it is you, I want to say a few things. First, let me say again that I'm not telling you these things to hurt you. Sometimes people with fragile self-esteem are easily hurt. So if you're one of those people and you think that this could be detrimental to you, then I really do urge you to turn this show off. For some people, you need to focus on what you're doing well and you need to build on that. And that's great. But for other people, they need to hear about what they're doing wrong or how other people are perceiving them so that they can decide if they want to change it. Second, I want to say if you are happy with the way that you are and happy with the way that you're showing up and you don't want to change any of that, then don't. Confidence comes from accepting yourself as you are. But you can accept who you are and still want to change your behaviors. You're more than your behaviors. So you can be true to yourself and accept yourself and love yourself and be confident in yourself and still want to change your behaviors. I fucking do. Story time. When I first became a coach, I was so fucking excited about it. I wanted to share it with everyone. I was in love with the power of coaching and the results that people can get from it. So I wanted to share it with everybody. I wanted to coach everybody. And at the time, I didn't realize that my behavior was annoying and pushy. A good friend of mine, actually two of them, had a come to Jesus talk with me and basically told me that I needed to reel it back in. Did that conversation hurt? Fuck yeah, it did. It made me second guess myself and it even made me doubt myself. So yeah, it hurt. And when I get hurt, I pull inward, I withdraw from people and I sulk a little bit. But I also think a lot and I journal and I reflect and I process my feelings. And it made me look at my situation from an outside perspective. I know that my opinion of myself matters more than anything else. But I also know that the people that I trust, the people that are in my inner circle, want the best for me. They weren't telling me this to hurt me or because they were jealous or annoyed. I mean, I'm sure they probably were annoyed, but that's not the reason that they told me. They told me because I needed to hear the truth. I needed to see how my behavior was affecting other people. And I wasn't seeing it at the time. I wasn't seeing that I was being pushy and obnoxious. So when it got pointed out to me from a place of love and trust and of wanting me to be happy in the long run, I reevaluated and I changed my behavior. I still loved and accepted myself before and after my friends had their little chat with me. Changing my behavior didn't change who I was, but it did change the way people responded to me. And that's also important to me because I don't wanna be pushy or obnoxious or annoying. Okay, I'm okay with being annoying sometimes, (laughs) but I definitely don't want to be pushy because that's not who I want to be and that's not how I want people to see me. So yeah, behavior does matter. And it took my friends having that real and difficult talk with me to make me realize it. So just know that this doesn't come from a place of judgment or of anger or annoyance. It comes from a place of wanting to help you get the results that you want. It really comes from a place of love. I know that's corny. I know it sounds cheesy, but it's true. And third, I talked about this a little bit, but you are more than your behaviors. You're more than your thoughts. You're more than your emotions. All of those things are just a part of you and you are ever changing You're not the same person that you were last week or last year. And you're not the same person that you will be next week or next year. You can change for the better or you can change for the worse. It's really up to you. But you are going to change. You can be the change or you can let the world change you. You can be passive or you can be active. You can be reactive or you can be proactive. So you can take these tips and suggestions and do nothing and maybe nothing will change. Or you can take these tips and suggestions and say, fuck, I've been doing bad and maybe I should rethink it. Or you can take these tips and suggestions and say, you know, I have a good reason for doing what I'm doing and I'm not going to change. And that's fine. It's really up to you. But I would not be a good coach. I wouldn't be the coach that I want to be if I didn't have this talk with you. So let's get started and talk about some of the things that you may be doing that are turning people off. Let's look at your profile. Is it current? Are the pictures current? If you're a couple, do you have pictures of both of you? Do you have multiple pictures of both of you? Or do you just have a shit ton of pictures of her and like one of him? Do you have face pictures? Are they flattering pictures? Also, is there trash and junk and shit in the background of those pictures? And are all of the pictures highly filtered? These are all things that you need to look at. Is your profile engaging? There are a lot of profiles out there. So is there something special about yours? Something that makes people take a second look? And have you taken the time to actually fill out your profile fully? is it more than just a couple of sentences? Did you include things that you're interested in outside of the bedroom? Did you include who you are as a person? All of those things may be important to some people. Let's take a look at who you're messaging. Are they interested in the dynamic that you have? I mean, you can shoot your shot with anybody, but if if you're not what they're looking for, if your dynamic isn't what they're looking for, then you're probably going to get shot down. So be prepared for that. And let's look at how you're messaging them. Me personally, I hate when people just message and just say hi, or hey, or they send a wave, especially on Messenger. Because I don't know if this is a personal message, or if it's a coaching related question or something else. And I don't have a lot of time So I much prefer somebody to get to the fucking point. Why are you messaging me? What can I do for you? Is this social? Do you want to get to know me? Are you attracted to me? Do you have a coaching question? What are you looking for? Like tell me in that initial message why you're messaging me. But that's just me. But are you sending a generic message that could be to anybody? Or is it more personalized to that person or to that couple? Also, is your message super sexual right off the bat? Right off the bat? (laughs) Like, is your first picture, or your, sheesh, I'm stumbling. Like, is your first message like, your picture made me cream in my pants, you're so hot. (laughs) For a lot of people, that's a little too much too soon. Just slow your roll, Jack. They might want to actually like, get to know you as a person before you start talking about creaming in your pants. Also, are you sending full sentences? And how's your grammar? Those things matter to a lot of people. Not to everybody, but to a lot of people. And changing these things doesn't change who you are. It just changes how people perceive you. Are you sending dick pics or sexual pictures without invitation? And that's not just guys. Ladies do this too. If you do get a message back, are you engaging with them? Are you sending full sentences in response and then maybe asking a question? Are you trying to get to know them? Do they want you to try to get to know them? Did you even fucking ask them what they do want? How do you know if they don't, if you don't ask? Some people like to go straight to sex. They have only, they're only interested in sex. They just want to fuck. They don't want to get to know you and that's fine. But you could ask them what they're looking for. And that's going to give you an indication of where you want to go from there. And again, I'm going to say, how's your grammar? How's your spelling? I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect, But if it's so riddled with misspelled words that I have a hard time reading it, then that might be a problem. Okay, so let's say maybe you get to the point where you are exchanging some naughty pictures. Are these pictures current? Have you been honest about your current age and weight up to that point? Because if not, you can't be pissed that somebody doesn't respond to you. You've basically just lied to them. I've never understood the people that have 20-year-old pictures on their profile and then they get butthurt when somebody isn't into them in real life. Dude, you don't look like that anymore. And it's okay. None of us look like we did 20 years ago. Just own it. Fucking be honest. It's better to be upfront from the beginning. Also, I'm going to say it again. Is there a bunch of clutter or trash in the background of your pictures? Because that too makes a difference to some people. Okay, so that's kind of all of the stuff that could be affecting how people perceive you online. Now let's say that you get to meet up with somebody, maybe for dinner or drinks. First thing, how is your hygiene? This is honestly what I hear the most. They had bad breath or they had body odor. Fucking check that shit. It's not hard. Be realistic. Use soap and deodorant and antiperspirant—it really makes a difference. And don't overdo it on the smell good. I've heard that they, you know, people are turned off because the person they were meeting had on way too much cologne or perfume. Some people are super sensitive to that, and it's going to be a distraction at the very least. Also, how are your teeth? That's another thing that I've heard that's a big turnoff They had missing or gross teeth. And none of their pictures showed that. Now, I get that not everybody has perfect teeth. I'm one of those people that doesn't have perfect teeth. And my parents couldn't afford braces. I mean, I've thought about it as an adult, but it's just not been like the highest of my priorities. So um, I don't have perfect teeth, but I do take care of my teeth. I brush them and I floss them. I go to the dentist and all of that shit. And also I smile in my pictures to show that I do have some crooked teeth. And I know that that may be a turnoff to some people. And that's fine. That doesn't make them an asshole. Everybody is attracted to what they're attracted to. And that's fine. You don't have to want to have sex with anyone. You get to decide who you want to have sex with. But just be honest about it. That's all I'm saying here. Okay, how are you dressing? Are your clothes covered in pet hair? Or do they smell like pets? Dude, cat pee smell is disgusting. Are your clothes dirty or wrinkled? Are they too big or too small? Are they torn or stained? I've seen it all, seriously. And that's a turn off for a lot of people. So it matters how people perceive you. And the image that you present when you're showing up makes a difference. Are you acting like you're interested in the other person? Do you see them as an actual person or do you just see them like a dick or a pussy with legs? Can you carry on a conversation with them about something other than sex? Are you asking questions about them? Or are you just talking nonstop about yourself? Some people couldn't care less about you. They just want to fuck and that's cool. But I found that most people want at least a little bit more. They want to fuck somebody that they actually like. Also, are you constantly talking about your sexual prowess or how big your dick is or how amazing you are? That doesn't come off as confident. It comes off as insecure and needy. Because if you have to brag about it, you're probably not as good as you think you are. Or you're not as good as you're saying that you are. Just saying. I'm not saying don't mention it. I mean, like, if you're good at licking pussy, tell me that you're good at licking pussy. But don't go on and on about it. That's going to make you look like you're full of shit. Also, are you negative? If everything that comes out of your mouth is a complaint or it's negative, that's probably going to be a turnoff. Are you talking shit about other people? Also a big turnoff. How are you treating your partner? If you're an asshole to your partner, that's a huge turnoff. Respect is rule number one in the lifestyle. Also, are you a smoker? Some people can't stand the smell and taste of cigarettes, so it's a big turnoff. So before you meet, maybe ask them how they feel about it. And if they feel strongly about smoking, maybe just refrain from smoking before you meet them. So those are some things that may be um, turn offs for people when they meet you in real life, especially for the first time. So let's say that you meet them and it goes well and you end up playing. But then after that, they ghost you. Or they're just not interested in a second round. Let's talk about why that may be. Again, I'm going to go back to hygiene. Hygiene is a biggie. Smells and tastes. Like those things are important. And for God's sake, clean your booty hole. Ugh. Here's another one. Maybe you don't have good oral skills. This is important for a lot of people, especially women, because statistics show that only about 20% of women can orgasm during intercourse alone with no outside clitoral stimulation. So guys may like to pound away, but that doesn't do it for most women. So it's important that you're on top of your oral game, so to speak. And here's the deal, guys. I've heard a lot like, a fucking lot that people think that they're super skilled at oral. And I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I'm asking you, what evidence do you have to support that? Have you studied it? Have you actually learned about the anatomy and what women like and what they want? Or did most of your education come from watching porn? Because porn is not real. The good news, no, the amazing news is that you can learn. You can get better. Even if you think that you're already great, why wouldn't you want to be even better? So maybe you're not as good as you think you are. Maybe you need to watch some videos, read some books, listen to some podcasts, maybe take a course or class and educate yourself on cunnilingus. (laughs) Cunnilingus. And isn't that a fun word to say? Cunnilingus. Sorry. So maybe your oral skills are lacking. Maybe you need to um, step your game up a little bit. Or maybe you didn't focus on your play partner enough. Maybe you weren't interested in their satisfaction, just your own. Maybe you were kind of a selfish lover. Maybe you didn't read their cues, their body language, and you didn't respond the way they wanted you to. I get the frustration when people don't tell you what they want, but it's still your job to try to read that other person and to respond to their cues, so you need to pay attention to that. Or maybe you weren't expressive during playtime. Some people are more vocal, and that's fine, but some people don't express themselves at all during sex. Some people don't give any indication that they're enjoying it or what they like or don't like. They don't make a peep. And that can be a huge turnoff to a lot of people. Or maybe you weren't respectful of their rules or boundaries. Listen, if somebody tells you that they have a condom rule, don't fucking ask them if you can take the condom off. Or don't try to slip it off or any other asshole thing. If you don't want to wear a condom and that's a boundary for this person, just don't fuck that person. It seems pretty fucking simple to me. But if they told you up front that they only fuck with a condom, then you either fuck them with a condom or you don't fuck them at all. Plain and simple. And it kind of pisses me off that I even have to say that. Seriously. Oh, or one more. Maybe you weren't respectful to their partner. I did an episode on respecting the partner. Uh, I think it was episode 11. So were you respectful of their partner? Did you talk to them and include the partner? Obviously, this is going to depend on the ty- on the dynamic, but that may have been a reason that you didn't get asked back for round two. Here's the deal. There's a lot that you can't control in this world and in the lifestyle. But there is a lot that you can control too. And the responsibility for making the changes that will get you better results lies in you. You can piss and moan and place the blame on everybody else or you can take an honest look at yourself, at your behavior and at the way that you're representing yourself and see if maybe you are the problem. I'm not telling you that to make you feel bad. Actually, it's the total fucking opposite. It is amazing when you realize the part that you play in the situation and the part that you play in not getting the results that you want. Because so many of the things that I talked about today are simple behaviors that you can easily change. You have the power to change that behavior. You can take the steps to get better results, but you have to recognize it And you have to take ownership of it and take control of your own actions. I hear all the fucking time that people can't find people to play with. And they immediately blame it on something. Distance or location or there's no clubs close or there's people ghosting them or whatever. Listen guys, there's always going to be challenges. So you can look at those things as reasons why you don't get what you want. Or you can look at them as challenges and try to overcome them. It's really up to you. And maybe it's time to look at your role in the situation. Take an honest look at yourself and at your behaviors and at the way that you're presenting yourself and decide if there's anything that you want to change. Again, changing your behavior doesn't make you a sellout. It doesn't mean that you're changing who you are to please others. It means that you realize that your behavior is affecting things in your life in ways that you don't like. Changing your behavior doesn't change who you are. I always want you to be authentically yourself because you're amazing and you do have a lot to offer but people may not get close enough to get to know the amazing person that you are if things turn them off right away. Do you really believe that making sure that you have nice, clean, well-fitting clothes and good hygiene means that you're selling out to please other people? Do you believe that being nice and attentive instead of being an asshole means that you're being fake? Or are you using that as an excuse? Are you afraid that people won't like the real you, so you use all of this as a way to repel them so they don't reject you? Your behavior is your choice, so choose wisely. If you're ready to take a good long look at yourself and make some changes to actually get the results that you want, hit me up. You might need some outside perspective. Send me an email and let's talk about it. joe at theconfidenteswinger.com well that's it for today guys i hope you liked the show and i hope it made you think hopefully it didn't hurt your feelings but honestly maybe that's not always a bad thing there's been a shit ton of times when i've gotten my feelings hurt and it's helped make it's helped me make positive changes in my life change doesn't happen in your comfort zone If you keep doing the same things that you've always done, you're going to keep getting the results that you've always gotten. So maybe it's time for you to step up your game and keep sharing the show. And please leave me a review. I'd really love to give you some on-air love. I love you, sexy freaks. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.